Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Welcome in to this week's episode of the DNVR Rapids podcast presented by Evoca TV. I'm your host, Mitchell Carroll, a.k.a. Merchel. Joined, as always, by the illustrious super producer, the superest of all the producers, Yahir G. Vasquez. What's up, bud? Nothing much, man. Here just fighting over a couch that doesn't matter at this point, but we're going to keep fighting. Hey, it's my couch until I say otherwise. Yeah, yeah, uh, doesn't really like the also couch. Also joining <laughs> us tonight, couch. to my right, downtown Dwayne Brown, our director for All City Network and specifically DNVR, or Pidsman himself. Dwayne, welcome aboard. Good to be back. You're back. I'm back. You're back. I didn't mess we up still have, last week. We still have bagels on the brain, dude. <laughs> um, and then... From the C38 podcast, from the C38 tailgate, from the C38 supporter section, from right here on this couch, Jared Geisler. Good to be here. You're here. You're Glad back. To be talking some rapids. You're jacketless. I am jacketless. It's uh, it's warm out, so the burgundy jacket's probably retired for a few months. I really thought you would just have it on just for like no, the show. No, it's air conditioned. Yeah, I can't dress up for you guys every time. All right, fair enough. That is a nice shirt, though. Thanks. All right, guys. Uh, middle of the international break. Um, if this is going to be a little bit of a grab bag show. We don't have a game to break down. Well, because I don't want to talk about Nashville anymore, to be perfectly honest. Um, we're going to talk about New York next week. Um, so we got a little bit of news and notes. But really, I think what the thing is, is you look across the KSE landscape, and there's a little team called the Colorado Avalanche, who is in the in the Stanley Cup final, just won the Western Conference. Um and we're going to see if that KSE property, if we can learn anything from what they've done and apply it to the Rapids, um, take some lessons, take some notes, take some comparisons, and, and just kind of talk about Denver sports and, and the relationship between those two. Um, and yeah, we'll kind of see where it goes. We're going to have some fun. I mean, it's, it, it's the break, baby. We're doing what we want. Absolutely. And uh, having gone to the Rapids 2 versus St. Louis 2 match last night, we don't want to break that one down either. You know what's funny is we're going to start <laughs> with start. the Rapids 2 <laughs> versus St. Louis 2 match. Uh Interesting of note because this lineup, listen to this lineup. This is was, it Rapids 2 lineup? It is. I mean, you <laughs> can say it's a Rapids. 25. It is like one point. Yeah, exactly. That's perfect. It is. It's not one in that it's, it is all players on a one contract, but it is on a first team contract. But it isn't, it's, there are a few starters and enough starters that losing is a major bummer. You have Keegan Rosenberry, Drew Moore, you got Lawless, you got Alvis, Barrios, Acosta, Yarbrough, Viasia, Zardes, Markanic, and Warner. Those are all guys who get regular minutes and several starters, and they lost a game to St. Louis City 2. Do we just burn this one and never mention it again? I mean, what's the, like, what? That is probably the worst thing you could have heard from a midweek nothing game is that the starters lost to St. Louis City, too. Jared, what? I mean, you were there. T- yeah, I mean, let, me, let me give you the good parts first. Sure. Uh, I live in Inglewood. I was able to drink a beer on my way to the train stop on a Wednesday night to go watch a soccer game. Wow. And that, it, it felt like Europe. Wow. Uh, it was it was wonderful uh, up yeah. until we got there. Uh, now, <laughs> arriving at the field, what I noticed first is they played in a hayfield last night. The grass was 
well taller than I've ever seen an MLS game play. Interesting. Um, it was uh, it was very very heavy. You saw balls uh, hold the corners more so than you would ever see Notre Dame uh, versus USC style when they're trying to slow down Reggie Bush. <laughs> it was very much like that, um, and I, I think it, it did a good job of slowing the game down quite a bit, mm-hmm. um, but not necessarily to our advantage at all times. Um, but the 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 pitch was heavy. The game was slow for large portions, and it was. Um, not not a performance that you'd like to see from Rapids 1, even though the lineup wouldn't be necessarily something you'd fall out of your seat should you see that lineup run out at Dick's Sporting Goods Park. Yeah, I mean, I think you wouldn't be stoked if this was this was probably like, you know, mid-injuries or a mid-week game mm-hmm. with three in front of you by the next weekend or something like that. But, I mean, like, I wouldn't be shocked if this was a lineup at some point, right? Like, especially maybe, you know, end of a season you're not in the playoffs. If this was, you know, something like that, like, you could see this team starting for the Rapids and... I've seen worse. I mean, yeah, yes, you have. <laughs> um, I mean, Dwayne, have you have you checked in on Colorado, Colorado Rapids too at all this season? I have not been yet. Me um, neither. Yeah, yeah. Have you made it down there? I haven't, but I've watched almost every game. What do you think about this one? Uh, burn it down. Don't ever look back and right. cry a little bit in the closet and just <laughs> do what look, you got to do to get over it. Because I think it's these fun. guys. Tre- I mean, without the with the full acknowledgement that i did i've only read and looked at the box score i imagine these guys are like this is a break game this is this is just get out there and get some fitness in i'm not gonna think about it any more than that is that i mean that that would that would be fair if the actual rapids weren't in such a downhill you're right if they weren't going down that'd be a very fair statement Mm -hmm. if the rapids were in a playoff spot they had a good run they won a little bit more games than we expected so yeah. far. Yeah. But because of such of the bad run, I kind of wish they went out there with a little urgency and they're like, they just had that Nashville game where they stunk it up. Oh, maybe God. be like, hey, you, you know no what? Nashville talk. Yeah, but maybe at that point you're like, hey, you know what? How can I get that out of my mouth and get a win? And they didn't do that. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. Okay. Well, you know what? Like Yaya said, burn it down. We're on to the next. Um a interesting article come out on MLSsoccer.com this week. The five scariest MLS mascots. And tied for number five, the illustrious Rapids Man. Rapid Man? Rapid Top Man. I can't believe I said Rapids Man. Scariest? scariest. Um, the, okay, the, the, the writer, and I should probably pull up that article. Um, oh, right here. Okay, I do have it. Um, it was by uh, J. Sam Jones. Um, the reasoning by J. Sam Jones is that you don't trust someone who wears sunglasses all the time, even at night. And someone who is that yoked must spend all their time at the gym and must be a little crazy. It's possible. That's fair. Would you want to run into That's Rapid fair. Man in a dark alley at night? No. no, especially, I mean, as the song goes, he's full of beer, weed, and the rapids. So, um, <laughs> that is how the song goes. <laughs> I'm just gonna he's say, he's crossfaded out there. <laughs> Rapid Man, I thought would be number one on that list. Really? Because he's a nothing, he, he's nothing. Like, he's just a blue dude running around. Like, Orlando has a lion with dreads, so that's pretty, that's scarier. That's pretty sweet. You can't trust that. I don't lion. think that's scary. I'm like, if I see, I think it's intimidating. I think, I think you guys are taking scary as like they look. Like a monster or something. I think this is like a. I think he's creepy. Yeah, like it's creepy. I think what they're talking about because if of all the mascots they named, uh-huh. I think Rapid Man's the one I wouldn't want to see in an alley. I want him to be on my side in an alley sure. fight. Yeah, yeah, I wouldn't want to fight him in an alley fight. Okay, Dwayne, you are a sports designer, a very long time sports designer, 
And Rapid Man has gone through iterations, right? There's been different versions of him. And our fantastic super producer, Yaya, over here told us today that until <laughs> whatever, 20 minutes ago when we were downstairs pregame in the show, that he did not know that the waves on the top were supposed to be the hair. <laughs> so is that a design problem, Dwayne, or is no, that a Yaya, Yaya problem? Yaya. I didn't think the I didn't think that hair. I just never like put two and two together where yeah. the the rapid man was blue because of the color like the rapids are blue like water. Oh, blue. I had it the other way. Okay, Yaya and was, I didn't understand the white hair was like the rapids like crashing. Got into each other. it. Okay. Yaya was so today. Is that a Yaya problem? Found out rapids man is water. <laughs> 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 that, that is that, that happened like group member. 20, 20 minutes ago. I mean, this was this is very. That's completely fresh. on me. To be fair, this is I, fresh news. I've been very in, like I've been never at a hundred percent in my body or my mind. Yeah, that's true. So can that's confirm. Completely you never considered on me. the origins of Rapid Man. I Man, did not. that's a dark comic book. Let me tell you right yeah. now, origin story. Okay, so yeah, I mean, as a designer, do we need to improve Rapid Man if he if he doesn't realize? I have an unpopular take. Oh no! Drop I'm, it. I'm not a Rapid Man fan. Whoa! I, I just, I believe that mascots are for the kids mm -hmm. because a lot of kids. I have a seven year old daughter. She's awesome. She does. Comes, she like Rapid Man. She comes to the matches with me. Just not even remotely interested. I didn't in think you poisoned the well on that so, one. So uh. I've, I've not even mentioned, but she's never like. She'll see him on the TV when they do the giveaways. Yeah. And she's just, she's kind of like weirded out by him, which I think is appropriate for a seven year old. But I think mascots are mostly for, for the kids who can't sit yeah. still or too young to be into a sport, whatever that sport might be. Sure. Um, and rap, you know, so they're, they're cute and they're, they're fluffy and they're cuddly and they're, you know, it's kind of a, a kid thing and and rapids man is like the opposite of all of those things okay <laughs> so sure and, fair. I, and i i do believe that i think that rapids man is more of a he's an ironic mascot okay like he's kind Have of a you... fun irony joke for adult rapids fans yeah logan gets a rapid man it's for the kids man it's for the kids that, okay Dwayne I don't think the kids like him. Let that, me pose like a theory. That, that's the thing. Dwayne just proves my point. Rapid Man is super scary if the kids don't want to get near them. <laughs> I see I'm kids sure taking pictures kid, yeah, with him the entire that, game. That are okay with it. Okay, Mr. C38, Jared over here. You guys yep. literally have a really cool hat with yes. Rapid Man's head on it. Absolutely. Rapid Man's head, not Rapid's man head. Rapid man's head. Rapid. Rapid that's a tough one to say. Gosh, yeah, yeah, yeah. RBI's yeah. thing. Um, <laughs> RBI. Um, <laughs> no, I think, I think Dwayne <laughs> no, really nailed it good. saying this is a mascot for 33-year-old kids like myself yes. who find it ironic and funny. 33-year-old I, I also have another theory. Maybe the reason that Rapid Man is so yoked up right now is he did go through a pretty painful breakup for him uh, because there was a female mascot named Brooke. Um, and Brooke has not been at the game in uh, quite a while, which would lead one to believe that there might have been a, a split in the Rapid Man household. And his hair did change, which is a popular breakup, post breakup thing right. to do. He, he went to the gym, From changed the hair. <laughs> He's a new man. This, this is a solid did, um, theory. This is a solid theory. Right I now. love this. Man, heard it, heard it right here on DNVR Rapids first. <laughs> um, I don't know if you guys saw that article, but does anyone have a prediction? And and tell me if you already know it, so we can move on. But who do you think was ranked as the scariest mascot? 
in the MLS. I don't even know most of the other mascots, so I'm out on this guess. I don't know. I mean, I've been to some of the stadiums. I've seen their mascots, but when I think scary, I... Uh, I don't know of a scary mascot. Do you, have a, do you mascot. have a side-by-side photo, like a cheat sheet um, that we can look at and then judge? Let me. I'll send this over to Yaya really quick, and he can pull it up. Okay. Um, of the final five. So I just sent him the one. article. I'm it looking is, at the article right now, yeah. and I take back everything I said. There's way scarier can mascots you pull up? There. Can you pull up the... the um, yeah, give me a minute, Yeah, though. yeah, yeah. So the scariest is a brand-new mascot in Charlotte. Sir Minty, Sir which Minty. is a a face on a soccer ball with like weird spiked goalie gloves kind of looking with a crown. And I think that yeah. is that the one that's a train with a soccer ball face or is that um, <laughs> one of them is a train with a soccer ball face. Oh, my gosh. I got to see this. There really is nothing. That oh, no. He has like a royal like cape. It's okay. creepy, though. That is All like. Right, here we go. Okay, so that, that guy's not so creepy. we tied. That's cool. So we tied right there. We tied with uh, the New England Revolution right there. No, it looks like the fox from the Wes Anderson movie. Exactly. Yeah. Not very. Yeah, this is not scary at all. I didn't yeah. think that <laughs> just shows you how tame the rest of the mascots that's are in the MLS. That's a lovable mascot. That's yep. Good. All right. So keep there. going. We're we got this there. really creepy picture of Rapid Man. That's the jersey release. I think that was at Dairy Block. Yeah. There you go. And then tied for fifth again. How many tied for fifth? Just say the eight scariest math. Why? Why call it the fifth? <laughs> because hate. they're five types scary. I hate that, when that, that when we get stuff fine. like this. That is you know like who that eagle looks like. Um, I can't that one. I'm forgetting his name. The, Donald Duck. The dad in Schitt's Creek. He's got those <laughs> eyebrows. Eugene, Eugene Levy. Eugene Levy. <laughs> yes. That's Eugene Look Levy as a bird. I was it's thinking more the bird from Little Mermaid. Whoa, that, no, that's it. Yeah, that's what yeah, I was thinking. Yeah, he looks like a bad. Too. He looks yep. like a really that's bad uh, Disney that's character. It. It's a right, thing of All right, keep scrolling. Keep okay. scrolling. Okay. Keep scrolling. There's the Orlando lion. That's kind of oh, scary. That's yeah, horrifying. after I saw this, yeah. that's what I'm like. Kids do not want to get That's what I was. I said that, and you said no. It's not scary. That is. That's scary. No, because I forgot how it looks. I mean, it's terrifying. Keep going. Keep going. It's number four. I'm a little worried about. Number three is the Salt Lake City lion. This one's terrifying to me. No, that other one. That dude looks chill as fuck. That dude rolled up a. Jay in the parking lot. No, look at it. Look, look no at his eyes. Doubt. Look at his eyes. No, they look rolling Jays in the sand, in the parking lot at Salt Lake. Except for, for sure. except for the lion. Maybe. Yeah. That now, no. that lion is is less scary than the one before it. I think yeah. the other lion terrifying. Much, much the other lion. It that lion looks smug, which is fitting for yeah, Salt, Salt Lake. Lake. To yeah. me, this looks way <laughs> more terrifying. I'd hang out. Looks with like that he has lion. five sister wives. Oh God. I don't know, man. I regret that and take it back no. immediately. No, nope. Keep it going. All right, so and then Spike in uh, Vancouver. In, uh, yeah, Vancouver. I mean, that that's menacing a little bit. Those eyes are. It is. About that. Well, wait, yeah. wait. Go down to the next picture there, though, because its mouth opens view? and it eats children. Oh my gosh! <laughs> <laughs> See, I find awful. this comical, not scary at all. The tweet all. says making kids laugh. That kid looks that terrified. Kid look that is not that laughing. That child is getting eaten. There's <laughs> no laughing going on. Laugh. That kid looks. Terrifying. Malia, thank you. They're both Malia terrifying. Knows what's up. <laughs> both lines are scary. The They're Joe both Biden. scary, but the first one is scary. <laughs> <laughs> all right, and then there it is, Sir Minty. Oh, what? That yeah, guy's that's... great. Yeah, I'm not scared of this one Look at all. His little happy face. He looks like a 1.0 I emoji, hate like it. one that got outdated. Oh no, I like that back. guy. I don't know I what he has to do it. with. I'm gonna have scary yeah? dreams yeah. about Sir Minty. I don't know and what that is. He Minty? 
He wasn't even like a mint color. No, it's not even a mint colored soccer ball. Get out of here. Well, and he, oh, he does have a little crown. I see a little crown back there. Um, yeah, that's weird. Now, if it's he's sermenty, that makes him a knight. It's not right? scary. I think we're Why just. I think we're sticking to too narrow a definition of scary. Yeah. Um, I okay. think there's only one definition of scary. Are you terrified? Yeah, we should ask nubby, a ten-year-old. Those little nubbies on that glove for the soccer. That's what ball I was talking about. Scary. Yeah, that's what I was saying. Um, uh, Sir Minty yeah, Cody, is amazing. All right, Cody, we see you, man. That yeah, is I a like good. Sir, I'm down with you know. I'm I with think Cody. it's creepy. I, think Sir Minty is, I don't want anything to do a with Sir Minty. Soccer ball that I would hang out with. I want nothing to do with him. Logan, that bird is um, not that scary, man. The lions are way scarier. Man, I'm afraid of both lions. <laughs> <laughs> Logan, for sure. <laughs> Man. That child would agree. That bird is nightmare fuel. <laughs> I mean, the real. bird is consen- uh, the child is consenting to be eaten by the bird, so I don't know well, how she, scary it is. Know. That was not. We don't know that. No, false. Look, the um, child is smiling. Look, watch. I'll pull it back up. The child is smiling during during. Oh wow, that doesn't that doesn't appear. See, to be a look, happy that child. bird even messed up the screen. I don't know how to. Okay. Yeah, see right. what happened? Here. That bird ruins everything. Let me see if I can get it pulled up. I don't know what happened. Yeah, don't there. worry about yeah. it. No one wants to don't see worry that about again. It. Yeah, don't yeah. worry about it. We're good. It's too scary. Um, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna get an R rating if you keep pulling that bird up. <laughs> Moving on, but sticking to the hey, MLS. we're HBO Max according to our <laughs> fearless leader Adam. That is true. Uh, okay, moving on, uh, but still sticking to MLS soccer. They released <clears throat> their latest batch of power rankings. If, do you have you guys read the article? Either one of you, do you know where the Rapids land? Stay away from power rankings. I know, but I'm just curious. I've not read, and I don't know where they. Yeah, are. yeah. Do you know? Uh, I'm guessing around 18. 18, interesting. I uh, if 18's the over under, I'll take under probably. Under is an up or down? Down. Okay, below 18. Okay, I'll say 21. 15. Really? All right. 15. And I think what they're saying is... I like that article. Well, I mean, I can tell you what they're saying because I have the article in front of me. But there you go. The gist is that it is an, they're, when they're good, they're very good. And when they're bad, they're terrible. Which puts them right in the middle. Which means they're probably <laughs> about 15 it's right if you average out the good and the terrible. Puts you about right sense. in the middle. Because, like, it depends. If you're coming off some of these losses, like, if you yeah. know, coming off... Oh God, I don't, I don't want to think too hard about these, <laughs> but like, you're like, oh man, that was awful. But then you come off the two, you know, the win over LA and the win over Seattle and you're like, man, these guys can beat anybody. Right. So I think 15 is about fair. Cause I mean, I don't, I wouldn't call them the 15th best team. Well, if they're really good in the really league, bad, 15 makes sense. Correct. And at the break, I think that's fair because they are on the outside looking in, but I think if you look at all the teams in the league outside looking into the playoffs, I would take the Rapids over most of them. Fair. Not all of them, but most of them. We'll grant you that. Right? Okay. If most of them gets us into the playoffs, then yeah. I like that. I mean, assessment. yeah. <laughs> Hopefully. Let's talk about a team that is in the playoffs. The Colorado Avalanche. Hey. Not just in the hey. playoffs. The Stanley Cup final, Colorado. They are playing for Lord Stanley's Cup. They are. They went four and zero. Avs in four against the Edmonton Oilers. Someone called it the week before. Just smoked them. And then, um, yeah, I did actually. I was. I I called it. Thank you, Dwayne. I called it. You called it. I called the sweep because I didn't believe you. And then you proved me wrong. Uh, I was just very overconfident in them. <laughs> um, Jared, I'm going to start with you. How much of this Avs run have you taken in? Hey, I uh, 
a big hockey fan when playoffs roll around. So I've caught most, if not all, the Avs games here in the last month and a half. Really? Yeah. All right. Is that your, would you say that's average for you? Intake? A- average when the, the yeah. Avs make a deep playoff run. I mean, yeah, yeah when yeah, the Avs yeah. are in the playoffs, I'm paying attention. Denver, I'm just a Denver sports guy. So Love that. Um, regular season, if if I'm at home and there isn't anything on TV and the Avs are playing, I'm going to take that in too sure. usually. So had a pretty good grasp of who the star players were, um, it, who the exciting names are coming up and, and that kind of thing, but really have, have dove a lot deeper since the playoff run started. Okay, okay. Uh, Dwayne, how about you? How much have you taken in? I mean, you're a Rangers guy, so Rangers we might be guy. it might be us versus Dwayne here in a second. Yeah, um, not feeling confident about that. But you haven't been confident be. since I've not been confident since the first series, round. Yeah. So or not ducks, penguins, penguins. They're they're all dumb birds. Dumb birds, yeah. dumb birds. Keep it going. Um, yeah, I mean, I I am a big hockey fan, so when I can watch throughout the season, I watch discuss it with friends yeah, yeah. um everything is super fun in colorado right now i love it when the avs are killing it and uh i am so happy for avs fans that the the playoff curse the second round curse is broken yes. and um you know and, and we're playing for for the cup now and i'm all in i i don't see any way the avs i know people don't want to hear this like don't jinx it um, I just don't see any way that the Avs lose keep knocking, this one. I'm going to keep knocking. You keep knocking. Yeah. But this is a <laughs> solid, solid team. Um, I think if you are an Avs fan, um, we are all. You, you just you cannot not be excited about what's happening right now. It's it's awesome to watch. It is, and lucky enough for me and Yaya here. Yaya, of course, the uh, producer of DNVR Avalanche. Uh, gets to do every pregame show, every postgame show, every off day show, um, and I am the watch party host here at the DNVR bar. Uh, we have been lucky enough to watch essentially every Avs game this season, um, which for me was great because, as you know, soccer and basketball are pretty much, and then football are pretty much my sports. And soccer is really, especially with liking teams across multi three leagues, mm-hmm. has really just pushed my NHL knowledge base down right like i couldn't name one player coming up in the nhl draft anything like that but being able to watch them all year this team has been so fun um and we're gonna try and draw some parallels here and tell me if i'm crazy which i probably am um (laughs) been told that before um but what i see with this team is young guys coming into their own and finally establishing themselves as the potential that we saw is now the reality that we see Right. And um, is that I guess I can't get I was going to say, like, that's kind of like the Rapids because they have a ton of young guys who are pretty good, but they haven't reached that potential yet. Right. And when I (laughs) when I messaged Jared about this, I was like, yeah, we're going to see what we can draw from from the abs to the Rapids. And he goes, oh, yeah, all you need is three MVP level players and you're going to win a championship. (laughs) (laughs) Everybody I talk to around the company, I tell them, yeah, this is what I want to talk about today in the Rapids. And they're like, all right, tell the Rapids to get the top three players in the world in. <laughs> three of the top three players in the world, and they're right there with everybody else. Easy. But the great thing about the Avs is it's not always about those top three players. No. Yeah, the you know, depth. They, the they've depth got sure. depth. They show up. Somebody gets Kadri, injured. You Lecky, know, Manson, yeah, Comfort. It, it shows well, like, up and scores the winning goal. You know, and yeah. it's just... There, there is a, 
obviously a huge difference between the Avs and the Rapids. Um, yes. You know, owned by so the that's same the thing. Owner. Owned by the same owner. Some more color scheme. Um, both very strong, very creative GMs um, yes. that are doing good work. So there's some nice parallels too, uh, but there are definitely things that the Avs do um, that I wish the Rapids would do. You know, for sure. I'm sure we all do. Um, <clears throat> you know, one of them being scoring goals. Yeah. Uh, you know, they score goals. Um, you know, in the f- in waves. Yeah, in waves, and and they do it. They do it solo. Somebody comes in. They've got a shot. They'll take the shot. They come in, if they need to make the pass, they'll make a beautiful pass. There's another goal, you know, and sometimes I feel like sitting, sitting in, you know, the stadium watching the Rapids, I feel multiple times we, we see one of the players coming down, get into the box, and I feel like everybody in the stand is yelling, shoot! <laughs> and... The, he either doesn't and the ball is taken away uh-huh. or he looks around for yeah. the pass and then misses that pass. And yeah. so we, we don't see that confidence in shooting from the Rapids that we obviously see the Avs do. But, you know, we also don't see those those beautiful passes and crosses right. that are being made from the Rapids right now either. Yeah, and, and our uh, the homie Joseph Samuelson, uh, I saw some tweets from him today. Last year at this time they had 11 players that had scored. And I believe seven with multiple goals. This year it is seven that have scored, and I believe only four with multiple goals. Sounds right. Mm. Yep. Um, I, I wouldn't doubt it one bit. Which is not okay. the case with the Avs, <laughs> uh, you know. And and I do think that that, and I think I think you could compare last year's Rapids team much more to this year's Avs team than you can this year's. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a win by committee. It was getting all the right pieces in the right places. I think the biggest thing for me this year, and I, and I have talked about this on Twitter a bit, but Sackick went and got pieces that have come through big time. Yes. Down the stretch and in the playoffs, right? And last year, you saw Porg go and get pieces that really fit in. I mean, specifically Baji, but it really put the puzzle pieces together mm-hmm. and and made that fit. And I think Porig with Frazier is where you see the similarities with the Avs the most in that strong Sackick Bednar team, right? Yeah. Like f- whether or not the players on the field are matching the Avs, which they're obviously not because it's not the best team in franchise history. Right. Um, I mean, am I, am I off base there, Jared? It feels like organizationally these teams are similar in terms of strong leadership off front office and on the, on the, yeah, and I think you nailed it with uh, Bednar Frazier comparison a little bit. I, I you know, uh, kind of looking down the the list, it's hard to find a player for the Rapids that you compare to a guy like McKinnon. Yeah, um, unfortunately, who, who MLS is not take over. MLS like, hey. is not the league to compare to the NHL. That's not it's fair. It's tough. Yeah, it's yeah. true. But um, you know, uh, the game last night, you know, Max is a guy that that could in a couple of years be uh, oh, yeah. an MVP level player who really pulls all the strings in the attack. Mm-hmm. Um, we're just not quite there yet, but I, I like the Bednar Frazier comparison because you've got two relatively young coaches who are um, probably one of the most prized assets um, in in that position in the league, and uh, both with huge futures ahead. So um, I, I think that's a, a good place to start. Handsome fellas too, real good looking. <laughs> Bednar, where's the heck? Well out dressed, of that suit, man. Ooh, buddy. I don't know. I saw. <laughs> Wasn't. <laughs> Wasn't Frazier like tucked in t-shirt into jeans last weekend? 
Yeah, there's been some not a great sounds. lot of voices made. Not a great yeah. lot. He's not a tracksuit not guy either. A great he's like, he's not a Pablo guy when it comes to yeah fashion and style. I Very mean, dad fashion. A, a tucked in shirt's not as bad if he has. It's like a white tee and black pants and some dress shoes. That was not what it was. Yeah, I think Frazier uh, like, and I have this <laughs> in common too. Yeah. Yeah. Guys, once you get to fall, he can rock a sweater. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, sweater khakis looking great. I'd love Frazier to wear your shirt though. What? Hey. Seeing Frazier in your shirt would be awesome. We can make that happen for him. That shirt? Yeah, the one he has on right I now. I want to see Fraser in that jacket, the burgundy jacket on the sideline. I think he may have to get it resized, but we can probably find one for him. <laughs> I think you got – no, maybe not. A I don't little know. bigger than yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I think one thing that really pulls from this abs run is – and then maybe – and this can kind of pose – and I'll pose a question to you guys based on this. But one thing I've really pulled from it is there's been – I would say cathartic moments for players that have led to team success, right? The obvious and easy one is Kadri, right? Mm-hmm. Just receiving mountains of hate, racist hate, bullshit, dealing with bullshit after bullshit, needing police outside his hotel room, police escort literally out of the locker room onto the ice. And proceeding and then, to beat that city and then oblivion. just and whooping St. Louis's ass <laughs> with a hat trick on the road, yes. avoiding cheap shots and dominating them. But then you have a guy like Comfer who kind of disappeared in the season and, and all of a sudden just like that moment where he gets out of the box mm-hmm. sprints on D then out hustles the clearance wins it puts it in game winner series over was I think such a moment of redemption for a guy that that hasn't necessarily been on you know the favorite players list for a lot of people I think he struggled at times um and I just think you keep seeing stuff like that. And I guess my question now is if if this is a Rapids team of destiny, and this is a big if, but if there is a team like this, what sort of moments do you have to see like that? Is it a Max getting it together and scoring five goals the rest of the season, five plus? Is it, you know, I mean, like, like what, where does that come from? Where would that magic come from, I guess? What would be the source of the magic? Jared, I'll, I'll, I'll pass that one off to you. Yeah, I mean, Max coming along would be great, but I think that's kind of on schedule. I don't think that's a redemption arc. Sure. Um, we've got some wingers right now that are, are yes. in some pretty... Um, Barrios specifically. Rough stretches. Yep. Barrios and Lewis. Mm-hmm. I um, think Lewis is the JT Confer of the Rapids, for interesting. sure. Interesting. I'd say it's Barrios because he hasn't scored in like eight, 20 a games. A while. But, yeah. yeah. And Lewis's goal, I mean, they awarded him the goal a couple of weeks no, ago. No, it was his goal. No, 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 no. That was his goal. That was, they counted it because they wanted to, but it, if it wasn't away, if they were playing at a... <laughs> <laughs> if they're playing some other plays, if they were away, they would not have been. Don't care. Goal. That was his goal. Uh, Anyways, goal yeah. loss so beautiful, right? No, but yeah. I think both those players could have a redemption arc in them. Mm-hmm. Um, I, a guy like Barrios, Barrios was God, p- potentially we talked about him as player of the year last year. Uh, He's great with Price, and He's so great. Um, I don't I don't understand quite why the spark isn't there this year with Barrios. Um, with Lewis, I, I think we've. We've seen skids before with Lewis, but mm-hmm. either one of those players, I mean, we're really struggling to get production from the wings, not only goals, but also assists. Um, we cross ad nauseum. I mean, we've we've talked about that before. We just we, we cross a ton, um, but not a lot of end product to that. So um, if we can get goal contributions, whether that be goals or assists or even secondary assists, which you don't get credited for like mm-hmm. you do in hockey. But, um, you know, those those passes leading to goals um, from from the wing positions. And if it's not one of those two, 
two, then I think it's going to be interesting to see what we do with those positions, whether that's an area that we try to address um, in the transfer window, or if we've got some players that might step into that position. Um, and there's a few names to be kind of had there, um, but we've certainly not gotten anything out of our wingers really all season. It's been tough. It's been tough. Dwayne, what do you think? What do you, what do you, where do you see the potential would, magic for a team coming from? I would, so I'm going to expand it yeah, and go. say that, I mean, who would disagree with you? <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, I, I, I agree 100% on that. Um, but I would say it's a, t- I, I think if there is a redemption story to be told, it is for the team itself. Um, If we're comparing it to the Avs. Right. The Avs play like every game is an elimination game. Every time they get on the ice, everyone on that squad is all in. First and They're hungry. First and penalties. They want to dominate the game. Yep. They've not this game. This squad does not go to game sevens. Nope. You know, Um, and when I look at the Rapids, I don't get that feeling at all. Mm. I sometimes feel like this is, and this sounds mean mm-hmm. because I love this team so much, but I will watch this team on the pitch and I feel like they're clocking in to do a job. Yeah. And I'm not even sure if they like going Man, to work. talk about that's the Nashville game, you know, complete and matchup. I mean, and look at, look, look at what happened last night. Yeah. You know, it's like you punched it and lost to it. Yeah, it's, it's the same zero thing. business sharing a field with those players. And I just I don't feel like this is a team that is hungry to win in the same that way wants to dominate the West to get to that that first, you know, that first seed. It was such a celebration last year, you know? It was awesome. And um and it was great to be there at the stadium. And now I feel like this is this is a group that I'm not and I'm sure that I'm wrong on this because I'm not in their heads, obviously, but from an outside point looking at what's happening on the pitch, this feels like a team that's not all a hundred percent in it. I you wonder know? if that's a cohesion thing. I wonder if last year's team was just tied a little tighter. I know this year there's some extra language barriers with some of the key guys, or not key guys, because you can't call Max a key guy yet. But, you know, I think there's some of that. I think there's been a lot of injuries to start, and I wonder if that's what it is. Um, Yaya has watched more of, I think he is the ultimate point of this podcast where he has watched basically every Avs game, has watched every minute of the Rapids. Yeah, yeah. I mean, what is your biggest pull from the Avs that you can apply to the Pits, and kind of just like what can they learn? What is you know what like this is specifically the, the topic that you want to talk about this week. What is your biggest pull from this? So my biggest thing is like you see the Rapids, you see what where they are right now. They're struggling, right? This reminds me a lot of the I believe it was 2019, 2018 uh, Avalanche team that barely squeaked in into the playoffs. And had to go to game 82 to go into the playoffs. Um, this is what this team reminds me of. It's a team that's very talented, but yet has not gotten to its own. Uh, for redemption arc, I think the biggest redemption arc, if we're look, not JT Comfort, but if you want to look at Kadri, I think you have to look at uh, Mark Anthony K. Uh, mm-hmm. Kadri, for a long time, um, he never he was good. People always touted him. He was the top six, uh, top six guy all the time. But he, this year, he's having a career year. 
that's kind of what we need for Mark Anthony K to have that career year. We need him to take that step to elite, which is what Kadri has done this season for the Avalanche and what propelled the Avalanche to being one of the deepest and one of the best teams in the, in, in the NHL right now. I think the Avalanche have the depth. Uh, I think the Rapids have the depth. I think they're exactly where they want to be, and I think that's where they picture themselves at the beginning of the season, honestly, talent-wise and depth-wise. But I think it's more of a mental hurdle at this point, and that's something that Frazier is going to have to struggle with, just like Jared Bernard did for the most season. I think you hit the nail on the head with your with your points about Mac there. And it's what really separates these abs is it's guys kind of realizing the peak of their powers, right? Uh-huh. Like, I think that goal that McKinnon had against, was it the Blues? Could have been the Preds, but where he took it from behind the net, skated past everybody, and just the sick little oh, flip it yeah. to the roof um, was just a sign that this guy is there. Like, this is the guy. There's no doubt now he's done it on the biggest stage. He's the guy. And I think Mac, because, I mean, it's tough to compare this to the MLS, right? The MLS is n- the somewhere between the 8th and 12th best league in the world, maybe, in terms of talent across, like, you know, top to bottom on the roster. Um, but I think Mac is a guy who has found success on an international stage, and I think if he can turn in that season that we have seen the flashes of, that all of a sudden you're carrying a team farther than the, it probably could go. Is that fair? I mean, you've yeah. watched as much back as anybody, Jared. I mean, is that... Yeah, I, I really like Mark Anthony K. I was excited when we signed him. I think our fortunes are tied to how well he plays. Um, might be a situation where how invested is the player? You know, yeah. I, I really like Mark Anthony K. I don't want to say this because I, I haven't, you know, had any conversations. I have no reason to believe this might be the case. But you look at how well uh, Canada performed qualifying out of CONCACAF. Um, this is a golden generation for Canada. Mm-hmm. They've got Jonathan David. Um, they've got Alfonso Davies. These are, are truly top world-class players I mean, that he plays Davies with with Canada. Dominating so, Bayern, you know, yeah. how, how much mentally is he already in Qatar? I don't, I don't know the answer to that question. I, you know, I, I, he plays the type of game where it would be, I think, oversimplistic to dismiss it as laziness or not being bought in necessarily. Um, but we, we haven't seen eights and nines um, from him this season. It's been sixes and sevens. Sixes yep. and, sevens. And, yep. and really with a player like that, um, if we can get eights and nines, those are games we're going to win. Um, and Jack Price is the ultimate inconsistency, right? Um, yeah. But he also has some very obvious um, physical limitations. Mac does not have physical limitations. He's that a specimen. A He's a, a an absolute. Um, he, he's got every physical tool in the book. Um, so given that we do have Jack in there as kind of the metronome, yeah. um, hopefully we can see more and, and see Mac progress um, because the better he plays, I mean, it, it's going to be a direct correlation to how many points we finish with at the end of the season. And that's why I say uh, he's such like a big Kadri comp because once Kadri took that step to having that elite status this year, becoming an all-star for the first time in his career, that's when the Avalanche knew they had the depth to keep going. You saw it against the Oilers. Mm-hmm. Kadri stru- uh, without Kadri, they struggled a little bit. Now, you translate that to the Rapids. When they don't have a Mac, they struggle to create. They struggle to go into the attack a lot more often. That's why I think Mac is such a key oh, yeah. to unlocking what the Rapids should be, just like Kadri's was with his Avalanche team, to unlock where they are now. I also think that there's a Rubio-Kadri sort of sort of comparison there in that it's a guy that has maybe taken a lot of heat 
and in the face of that heat, especially coming off of last year's playoffs for Kadri into the season, um, now you know top. What he finished top five in points in the league, something like that. Definitely top ten points in the mm-hmm. league. Um, and now you have him sitting at seven goals, six goals, seven goals. He's been fantastic. He's playoffs. been amazing. He's no. been a, he's been, he's a half a goal a game now for the Rapids, and seeing him kind of fight through that hate from I don't think he gets outside hate I think it's purely Rapids fans that that hate on Agreed. Diego Rubio I think the rest of the MLS understands that he is a very talented goal scorer and, and can put goals on the board probably doesn't seem, strike fear in opponents when they see him sure, on the team sheet right sure. so there the, he doesn't get the heat from from teams that are like oh we hate Rubio I mean right. who do you hate you hate either players that yes. have left your team or that destroy your team every <laughs> right. year right. and Rubio hasn't really been that guy uh, sure. except for you know leaving Kansas City I'm sure he gets a little extra hate there right. but um yeah i I think it's going to take sustaining this run because i think we are in a purple patch here um if he can sustain that for a full season then i think that he starts to show up not only getting more love from rapids fans and and less of the well this is a hole we definitely need to fill we brought in zardes and so far rubio has been the better of the two um but if if rubio can continue his pace for this season in its entirety then i think he starts to be a, a player that other teams don't like to see in the team sheet when we roll into LA or we roll into Salt Lake. Yeah, and I mean I'm more and 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 the Kadri comparison is much more a statistical one in mm-hmm. that he went from from kind of a a negative view of him to to a statistical leader in the league, not you know not even just on the team. Um, and I think and and to speak to the depth that you said, I think that's the Zardes move, right? Is that now you just added another top level player, and you know top level is relative to the MLS, right? Like I'm not putting him on a level with the early Hollands of the world or anything <laughs> like yeah, that. Yeah, for sure. Uh, <laughs> but well, yeah. And the way you look at it too, how you're saying about depth. Yeah. Um, when we had Pork in here, he talked about our job is to replace the player and become better. Mm-hmm. He tells them every time they walk in into the building, every time he, they, a new player walks into that building, he's that our job is to replace you. Tell me why I shouldn't replace you. That's the same thing. Joe Sackick has done. Um, he Joe, go, dude, yeah, unreal. like Joe Sakic did the exact same thing, especially this trade deadline. He did it with the defense when he got Josh Manson. He did it with the offense when he went to go get Andre Cogliano. He told his Lucky. players, he yeah, he told his players, my job is to replace you. Tell me why I shouldn't. And everybody steps up. And that's one thing that Porik and Sakic have in common a lot, that they're both willing to <laughs> do what's necessary to improve the team. Shout out Susie Hunter real quick. So yeah, we love Susie. Susie's Susie. awesome. Real quick, we do have a question from uh, Cody. Yeah, let's get that because Zardis just came up. It's perfect. Cody says, quick Rapids question. Will we see Zardis start again for the Pids on the 19th against NYCFC? And do y'all think this is a good idea to have him in front? And I will pass this off to Jared, but I do think in terms of good idea to have him in front, I think it's the only logical spot for him is in front of Rubio. Also, Rubio won't be playing because he accumulated. Oh, you're right. Yeah. So there is no Rubio. So, so he you will need definitely be in front. Yeah, you need Sardis because Rubio won't be able to play. And is that a good thing or a bad thing is the other part of the question. Um, I, I think we're we're in a situation where we're dating Zardes right now. We are not married. Um, <laughs> right. we, we, he doesn't have a, a long four-year deal or anything. This yeah. is a prove-it situation. So, um, yes, I, I think we see Zardes at every chance. Um, anytime he's healthy, I, I think he's in the lineup right now. For that very reason, um, we have paid for this player who does have a high profile. Um 
whether or not he's the long-term solution, I think, is what, what really the rest of this season will show. I don't know, and that's interesting, because I don't view this as a long-term solution. I view this as bringing in reinforcements. I feel like it's a Kai Kamara situation. Yeah. You know? Stopgap. Like it's a stopgap. Yeah, and, and I, I don't like a... the term stopgap, because I think he's better than that. I think he's better than a stopgap. The guy was a half a goal scorer for multiple seasons. Um, yeah, we just he had over fifty goals and over hundred appearances for for Columbus. So calling him a stopgap, I think, is not necessarily accurate. Um, obviously, Jared doesn't agree with me. On I think that, you, you have to but, you have to view the player you have to view the player that you have, not the player he was at yeah. sure. 27, 28 yeah. years Yeah, sure. Old. That's kind of so what I tough. yeah, and that's well, that point is exactly the point I was going to make with Jared. Like right now, he hasn't produced to be the DP that we wanted him sure. to be. So that's how I think the stopgap the stopgap uh, label comes in. And I think that's where you start looking into the future, into the Yappies, into the Taurus, into the transfer window for a younger striker to see what happens. Yep. Well, we are going to look ahead into the future, and I'm going to have some questions for you guys that you don't know about because that gets the best answers. But before that, I want to talk about the homies at Ivaca TV. They are Yaya's homies. He has them yep. in his house. He uses them all the time. He watches Rapids games. He records Rapids games. And watches them multiple times thanks to the homies at Ivaca TV. Even the bad ones, guys. Even the bad ones. (laughs) Have you not been able to watch them because you have the other guy that doesn't carry altitude? I'm not even going to say it. You know who I'm talking about. Um, Now you can watch all your favorite Colorado teams thanks to Ivaca. Uh, it's a totally new approach to TV programming delivery that is less expensive, easy to watch, and offers a superior picture. Services include local networks like Altitude and AT&T Sportsnet, so you can catch your rocks, catch Susie Hunter's Rockies right there on your Avaca TV. Um, you won't miss the rest of the rapid season if you have it. Uh, how do you sign up? You go to evaca.tv slash DNVR. Use the promo code DNVR, and you'll get $10 off your first three months. That's only $15 per month. For the first three months, plus the receiver, there are no contracts and no hidden fees. Go over there, sign up with the homies at Ivaca. Okay, and we talked about we just talked about looking into the future, right? And and do we have this stopgap? What's the plan looking like? All right, so we're at this is a great break. It's not exactly halfway, but it is. You know, this is this is what I would call the halfway mark of the season. We have a pretty good sample size of what's behind, pretty good example size ahead of us. So can we apply what we've seen moving forward? We've talked about this a little bit, yeah, yeah, I think on our last show that we did just the two of us, but so far I would say the position group that has shined the brightest has been the outside backs. That's the Keegans, Lucas, uh, uh, Markinick, and Beta Shower's had a great Beta. season. Beta, Beta. Beta. Done Beta well. has been amazing. Yeah. So I'm going to pass this around to each of you guys. Is that the right answer to that? Is there someone else? Like, where, where the biggest strength of the team. And is it like, and is that sustainable? And you guys can kind of bring up your biggest strength going in, and do you think that's sustainable? And we can kind of all talk about if if that's what we're going to see. So, Jared, we'll start with you. Yeah, I think I think you're right as far as a position group. The outside backs probably have been the strongest, and and like you said, you kind of threw us a curveball here. I didn't know that that question yep. was coming, but <laughs> in my head, I'm trying to think of the last time I could remember a team whose strength was outside backs that's it's won weird. a trophy at any level anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> it's I, an odd one they, for sure. Outside backs are are there to kind of shut down opponents' 
strongest positions. Mm-hmm. Um, typically not your goal producing area um, and, and certainly not an area where you see like the sexy names and like big time <laughs> star players. Um, I can't sexy think like, of a time. Keegan Rosenberry, baby. Mm, right. Um, <laughs> so delicious. I don't think you're wrong. I don't think you're wrong. And, and I think as far as um, just raw talent, I don't think the outside back spot has the most raw talent, but as far as what we've seen productivity wise, um, it certainly seems to be kind of the most tied up group out of, out of what we have. I mean, the center back spot is going to be in flux with trusty outbound. Viasi is still finding his feet, very much finding his feet. In, Kata in some, out with the ACL. Exactly. For the rest of the season. Uh, Drew Moore. Old. He is old a little bit, yeah. A little. Uh, <laughs> he was on the last Cup team. So The um, only Cup team, I should say. And you look, the midfield is very thin. Very thin. Brian Acosta, not necessarily uh, a, a by trade, a central midfielder all the time. Um, you've got Mac, who mm-hmm. we haven't probably seen the best out of. Mm-hmm. Jack, a little time with injury. Mm-hmm. Colin Warner, probably playing above his oh, geez, pay grade but <laughs> i you know he's a player that has limitations um the striker group right now with with zardes and uh-huh. rubio theoretically should be very strong yep. and and with rubio having a terrific season he's really carrying that group we need to see we need to see goals from zardes if, yep. if good things are going to happen um and then the winger spots like we said have been um kind of Brutal. a bit of a we'll shambles get in, we'll get into so. that too We'll get into that too. Yeah, um, the wingers have definitely been rough. Dwayne, you have t- seats on the goal line, correct? I do. Your season seats. Yep. So you have a pretty good look at that back line on the defense. You have a pretty good look at at Keegan because you're on the 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 C thirty eight side, right? You're on the yep. south side. So you see Keegan in that first half, right in front of you. Yep. Working that sideline. Um, am I off base with that? Do you, I mean, do you see? I'm a huge Keegan fan. <laughs> so, dude, he's been awesome. Yeah, I think I think he's doing. And like we talked about earlier. You know, um, I'm also most of the time really impressed with Danny Wilson. Um, you know, most I, of the as time. we talked about earlier, yeah, yeah, when, he first jo- when he first joined the team, I, like many, <laughs> was not a fan. Right. Um, but I've been pro- he's proven me wrong. And so it's yep. like I'm happy to to say that, you know, like. We we've seen good play from him as as he's matured. God, he's due for a howler too. He is like he really he's is. He's had some woodwork lately, and it's just like <laughs> blow it in, you know. And I, and I think it's, I think he lives sometimes on the extremes. When he's good, he's God, just he's awesome. he is locked down. Yep. yep. And when he's bad, it is it's real bad, you know. And so, um. I don't, we got off on a tangent there, but you know, I, I do like most of the time what I've seen from him as well, but yeah, no, I'm, I'm a Keegan fan for sure. And, um, I think he like Rubio is having an undercover great season. Yeah. You know, so it's I, not being noticed a lot like Rubio, like we were talking about earlier. Yeah. It's like, I mean the dude, I can't remember what it was. He was like, was it third ish for goals? Yeah. I'll look that up. Um, you know, but I mean, he's just kind of, He's undercover good, right? It's yeah. like no one is uh, is always seeing that, and a lot of times Rapids fans are purposefully not seeing it because we have been. And I'll say it, and I love I love Porg. Um, I, I I just I think he's a he's a soccer he's been a soccer wizard for yeah, the most part. That's true for us, you know. Yeah. Um, but. You know, there's also been statements, you know, that are years old now that we're going to address the soccer, the striker situation, you know. And it, so I think Rapids fans are clamoring for that so much 
and they've been so hopeful that that's going to happen that they don't see Rubio making it as happen. a solution. And that's what I'm saying. Yep. He, he's undercover. And I think Keegan's the same way. Like, so I'll say that. So to know. answer your question before, uh, Jesus Ferreira, who just started for the U S men's national team against Uruguay and looked pretty good, at least put himself in good position, not great finishing, um, is tied with, uh, San Jose's Eva Bise with nine goals. And then Austin's, uh, Drusy is at eight. And then there's just a list of seven goal scorers is Vasquez, Rubio, Mielovic, Jimenez, Gazdog, Castellanos, Campana, Buxa, and Paul Ariola in Dallas, who just added to that tally. You heard it here first, man. Rubio and Castellanos, same level. I love that. I mean, that's not bad company to be in. Yeah, exactly. You You hear those names on Riola. He's undercover. He's undercover good. I think, so I think, and my next question was going to be what hasn't gotten enough credit so far this season? Um, and I do think it's Rubio. I think you kind of yeah, answered the question answer. before I could ask it. <laughs> is Rubio because he's been he's been a he's a half a goal a game guy. He he has thirteen appearances and he's seven goals. He's over half a goal a game, and that is I think that is the benchmark for a good to great MLS goal scorer. Yeah, I I find it a little bit hard to say that Rubio has gone completely kind of under the radar because what he does shows up in the stat sheet. Right. Where Rosenberry has to play the yes. the anchor right back because Estevez yeah. is a, kind of the more marauding of the two. And last year it was Vine, so <laughs> yeah. Keegan does have to play a bit more recessed. And he's played um, center back this year. Yeah, but on Ru- three different occasions. Rubio scoring is is fantastic, mm-hmm. and I don't think he probably gets enough credit. Mm-hmm. Uh, for me, the guy going under the radar um, and having a season is Yarbrough. Um, love that. Which we oh, love it. Yes. A little bit before um, we you don't took win when completely. Yarbrough doesn't have a shutout. What did we call him downstairs? Big Bagel. The, the big, big Bagel. Oh, yeah. The Big yeah. Bagel, baby. Yeah, from last week. <laughs> My nickname for him. I like Clean Sheet Willie, but hasn't really <laughs> caught on that well. Clean Sheet um, Willie. Clean Sheet Willie. Hey, we'll make it happen, um, baby. Clean Sheet Willie. Hashtag in the chat. But I mean, the guy. The guy's. <laughs> he's been an octopus on a number of occasions. He's he's made huge saves, and like I said, we don't win when he doesn't have a shutout, which is a, a concerning stat. Hopefully, something that we can uh, rectify towards the the end of the season here. But um, a, another great performance from a guy who was maybe last year's um, newcomer of the season. Yeah. yeah, I think we take him for granted here. Willie, like, yeah, we're dude. so used to him being great. Yeah, you know that. Um, you're right. Like he doesn't get the outspoken. Uh, Love that he deserves. I didn't, didn't even make true. the goalkeeper of the year yeah. list. Yeah, that's I bullshit. Know, which is just you absolute horseshit. Yeah, <laughs> I think it a is. huge thing from uh, Yarbrough as well is uh, his underrated leadership. The way he commands that back line has like really helped, especially those games where the back line is having like it's either feast or famine with that back line sometimes. When they make errors, they're huge errors. When they're great, nobody can get past them. But when they're having those errors, I think Willie uh, Willie has been great at like kind of calming him down a little bit, getting him through maybe the next ten minutes, and just resetting again, which I think has been really helpful, especially like that SKC game. Yeah, they they scored some goals, but you can see throughout the game the back line got better, and I think that's a lot thanks to like Willie Willie uh, Willie what he did. Looking forward, so we still have another fourteen, another twenty games ish little less that's awesome by the way what still got 20 more yeah it's fun i mean yeah, we got a lot cool. of soccer ahead of us yeah, to talk a about. lot of points on the table if if you had to pick a a prediction to turn it around 
So this is someone who maybe hasn't met expectations. Not necessarily has been bad, right? But someone who who isn't in the conversation we've had so far about what's worked well or what's been underrated, um, who turns it on for the second half, although it is a little longer than a half. But if we're talking headed into the playoffs or season review, to me, the obvious answer is going to be somewhere between Mac and Price, right? Because Price hasn't, I mean, and I don't think it's necessarily his fault because it has to connect, right? But like his set pieces haven't produced like they did last season, hasn't produced goals. Um, he's been injured. Um, I think having the only the two midfielders at a time on has, has kind of hung him out to dry at times. Not terribly because he's great, but I do think if there's a statistical onslaught coming from someone, I think it's him racking up some assists in that second half. Um, I, I mean, I know you guys are all, no one has to talk you guys into thinking price can, can convert those set pieces. Um, but is there anyone else that comes to mind or is there anything about, do you see price? Do you see those coming through in the second half? It's not price for me. It's I'm going all in on Barrios. Mikey B, dude. So I do. I, I love Barrios. I think that man is the truth. Like when he's flying down, like and I'll just say this, seeing him destroy defenders and that is the highlight of the national yes, game was Mikey it, coming in gosh. and just annihilating everything in his way. I just, I love watching him play. The Brazilian cannonball, dude. It's, it's, it's figure, and I don't. And here's where I don't. I don't know what the weakness is. And again, because I sit on the goal line, so I'll watch those crosses, and it just feels like he gets there, he puts the cross in, and there's no one there. Yeah. And I can't ask the man to run slower. No. Because he's he's the flash. When Him he's and coming Lewis down. Is, is amazing yeah, to watch Lewis, when they're running. Yeah, both of them are just flat out. Speed lightning, yes. you know, and so watching them down, it's just if I could just get Zardis there, yeah, you know, uh, <laughs> waiting for it, yeah. Um, He'll get I, there. I He'll think, get there. I think if that happens, like Barrios is is the truth in the second half. Like, okay, I love that because he's happen. due. He's gonna, yeah. he's due, man. He's due. He is. He's been playing really he's well. Better than what the first half of the season has produced for him. He's been playing well. Jared, what do you think? I would love to hear Robin's answer to that question. Um, oh, I'm not exactly. I'll sure. ask him next time I yeah, see him. Yeah, please do. Please do. <laughs> um, I'm not exactly sure what it's going to take. I think um, not only with with Barrios and Lewis uh, being crossers, with Estevez and Rosenberry also being crossers, mm-hmm. um, God, Zardes fit the mold yep. so damn well. Um, we really just need to see in product from from that player, that spot, um, because we talk about the set piece goals that we've lacked from last season where we, we don't have Jack, you know, uh, mm-hmm. ripping up um, assists week by week. Um, the, the outside backs, we, we're a cross-heavy team, really. It, mm-hmm. it seems um, it, it borne out over the, the course of the last 18 months. So um, converting crosses, I think, really is, is going to be what takes us either to the playoffs or not Keeps converting out, crosses right. might be why we don't make the playoffs. Because as far as like individual goal contributions, mm-hmm. um, we, we don't have Cole Bassett kind of charging through sure, midfield sure, and, and sure. finding shots on and his own. And Acosta's not so, going to do that, right? Yeah. And, can, and Bassett can. is in town, by he is, the way. I saw him. He, he's, I saw him he's in the box in Colorado. Yeah. So he was at the Rapids 2 game last night. Um, you know, we wish him the best at Feyenoord, but man, a player like that is something that we're really missing in, yeah, in midfield. Missing. So Max would be um, kind of the natural replacement too. there to kind of step in 
Um, he he's got all the footwork. He's a he's a very good passer, he's very got skilled. Sauce. So um, yeah, hopefully we can see him drizzle a little bit of that sauce <laughs> all over this team for the last uh, the last run in because uh, what what Max has got is what we lack, which is that that so, spice and production from the midfield. I mean, so it was Zardes, right? And I know it's easy to say he only has one goal in six appearances. One of those appearances was a pretty early injury. One of those was coming back from injury. And he only played forty five. I just and maybe I'm maybe I'm so far off here and I am totally willing to be wrong on this, but I am going to to bank on him producing more than not in the next half. And I know everyone says, oh, we have to see it. We have to see it. He, have a, he has a pretty long track record of producing. Yes, and I don't think that just because he got traded here and he isn't this young hotshot name that everyone was clamoring for that he's just all of a sudden not going to produce all of a sudden. Caleb Porter didn't think he could, um, and I was hoping that those comments from Caleb Porter would kind of drive Zardes on to like the fu goals when he got here. Um, sure, to and show I just that think he like, was he, the guy. like again, he really only has four true appearances. So yeah. one goal and well, and then no, because one of those was also the only he was only on for twenty five minutes in his debut, right? Yeah. So really, one goal in three true games. One pin so, earned by Rubio. So, I mean, we're still waiting to see an open open play goal. Fair. And you're talking about, you know, that's a number of minutes. No, you're right. Um, so, it, you know, I, I think it's it's a little bit, um, again, a little bit Rorschach where, um, you know, if you're really positive about Zardes, you go, well, he just has clearly not had enough time. He hasn't been able to settle in. Yes. His first game he played without even, you know, meeting half his teammates. I saw they him hadn't looking even played at the together. iPad for like 15 <laughs> so, minutes before he came up. Right. So, um, <laughs> I, but also I you look at the total that. number of minutes for uh, a star striker you're bringing in, you'd like to see an open sure. play goal in that time. Sure, sure, so, sure. Um, whichever way you look at it, I mean, I think we can all agree that our fortunes are very tied to Zardes yes. this season, and and the better he does, the more he scores, probably the better we finish in the Western Conference. Yeah. So, um, you yes. know, as a team that right now has to scrap for points and and really um, have to make a case to make the playoffs here, um, I think that that's really going to make all the difference is, is whether or not he can find form. Super producer, yeah, yeah. Do you think Zardes turns it on if you had to put your money on it? If I'm going to be completely honest, I hope he does. But it, to me, it's like such a 50-50. Um, 50, that's crazy. Because, again, uh, my whole saying this whole season is believe a player when they show who, show you who they are. He so hasn't you're saying showed that, me this, that these, this short appearance in his debut, two injury games and three starts is showing you who you are versus his whole I'm career. Not ta- I'm, you got to yeah. look at the Columbus. R- before yeah, I'm also talking about Columbus. Columbus I mean, like Because players do go up and down. They do. And I like Slardis. I'm really excited that he's on the Rapids. I'm wishing nothing but him to be like the goal scorer that we've been wanting. But how like I said, when a player shows you who they are, you take it and you run with it. And he just hasn't showed that. And I'm not just talking about his Rapids career so far. I'm talking about the last year, maybe year and a half. Of how he's played. Um, and I think he'll be okay. And I think he'll score goals. But us expecting him to be that goal scorer that we're looking for, that DP level, might be a little hard. It might be a little off base, unfortunately. But I think I wouldn't be surprised if he actually goes full uh, DP mode and makes me eat my words. And he scores 10 goals in the next 20 games. 10 goals in the next... 15 games, and I'm sure. like, okay, makes sense. So not last surprised. Year, last year, so we had so this season with Columbus, he had two goals and eight appearances. Not great. Um, the year before, 11 and 24. The year before that, 15 and 26. So pretty close to that half a goal a game, even in the down year that you're saying he had. 
if he does 11 and 24 for the Rapids, I think that puts them right in playoff contention. Yeah, and, and that's – yeah, and exactly. And that's what I'm saying. Like, if he does it, I wouldn't be surprised. I'm like, okay, makes sense. Sure. It's Zardis. Um, just banking on that, it's a little hard for me to, like, say that's what we need. It's a little hard for me to say that's what's going to happen. But, again, I wouldn't be surprised. Sure. I'm hoping for it because I love Zardis. Sure. We did the reaction pod when we, when he tra- when uh, he came to Denver. I lost my mind. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, as a Mexico fan, like, <laughs> and, like again, as a Mexico fan, it's a guy that I was always afraid to go up against the U.S. Yeah. He was always in the box. Like, I like him. He is a threat. We haven't seen it yet, unfortunately, for the Rapids. If I had to choose anybody that's going to turn around for the Rapids, Let's hear it. I think it's one of the kids from Rapids, too. I think, and Whoa. I think, so, and I've said this plenty of times. I've said it, it on pods. I don't know who it is. I'm wishing it's Yappy. I'm wishing it's Yaya. But the thing is, I've said this plenty of times. You need to put pressure on the first team. You need to tell them there's a kid on your butt trying to take your spot. What are you going to do about it? And I think it all it takes is one, one of those players to come up and show that they want it more than anybody on that first team. And everybody's going to be like, okay, we need to get going because they're going to come up and they're going to take our spots and we're going to lose money. Is that Marcanic? Is that our, is that already happened? It could be, but he's also our most solid position group yeah, is outside that's back. What, yeah, that's, <laughs> that, that was my issue with Marcanic. I'm like, yes, go for it. And then it's like, man, he's a wing great. back. Just like, out, there's four other awesome right? dudes ahead of yeah. him. Yeah, I think it's going to have to be one of the kids from the midfield. I think it's going to have to be one of the wingers. <laughs> it's going to so be one of the strikers. It's going to be have to be Yaya. Again, yappy, it might be wishful man. thinking. I think it's Yappy. Yeah, it might be wishful thinking. But Talk I about a big target to finish. Exactly. I, but, I mean, you look at Yappy it from an organizational perspective. Year. It's yeah. going to be hard for Yappy to demand minutes over Zardes when oh, you course. have that investment. Um, but you talk about Zardes possibly, if he does get 11 goals in 24 games, how many 10 goal scorers did we have last season? Zero. Zero. Quite so zero. I think we can all count on Rubio to get yes. to 10 this season. Oh, God. If he doesn't. Zardes gets to if 11. If he doesn't, delete the tapes, man. Delete yeah. all of them that we said about If Rubio Zardes gets so to far, 11 and we have two 10 goal scores, the I think we're, we're sitting in the middle of the pack in yes. the Western Conference. Potentially even hosting home a home game. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm, I think that, you know, that that would be a come good situation. Oh, yeah. Um, so, yeah, I, I'm excited to see it. I mean, 10 more goals from, from Zardes in the next 20 games. That's What's, half a goal. So here's so. a follow-up question for you. You get to play GM Ooh, or, or coach, whichever you like. Love what's this. the cutoff for Zardes? Like, what's the deadline to start showing goals? Into the how season. many how many games you're gonna give him the whole season? Of course, you give have him the to. whole season, yeah. and then we let him go if he doesn't produce. Yeah, I mean, or they, you bring we, him we back if he out. does. If, if but what Rubio, if you have, what if what if what if you've got Yappy that's and, and just like turns it on and is like showing an amazing. For well, Rapids I don't know two. if you watch Rapids two. Well, I, I know the Rapids so. two are, are not great. <laughs> but let's say let's say the tables turn like today. It would be uh, the the most dramatic turnaround in. Could season. you? Do you make that swap? Well, I think or do you just say no? We we bunch we we dump money on this, so we just stay I the don't course. Think even I if it keeps us out of the playoffs. I don't think there's a world where where Porg has to decide between Yappy and Zardis. I really don't. Yeah. I don't. And look, great if I eat my words, because then then Yaya's prediction comes true, and we have a, a real piece on our hands. But Yappy isn't even 18 yet. He's a kid. Nor is he tearing up right. And he's not I mean, even yeah, producing not. goals take at a big the turnaround. second level. My yeah. question is, is he not producing because of talent around him? Yes. Or is he not producing because <laughs> he hasn't? The answer to that yeah. is, because, yes, yeah, the midfield there is struggle, yeah, because, bus, yeah. 
city. Well, like if you look at it this way, you put Yappy on this Rapids team with Mark Anthony K running the show, yeah. with Diego Ruby right behind him, yeah. and two and not say elite, See? but two good wingers. Mm-hmm. These What's are twenty twenty three dreams we're having right so, now. No, it so might baby. be, and yeah, it very might well be. But like you put him there, right? You put him in that Sardis spot. Is he gonna be able to run into the box and score more than Sardis? Maybe not. But will he show the effort that gives Frazier a little bit more confidence? Maybe. That's the thing that, I, to me, it's more about a mental kind of thing with this team. That they just, it doesn't seem like they have it right now. I think they need to li- uh, light a fire under their ass. I think that's the biggest issue with the Rapids. I think their players are talented enough. I think their coaches that have good strategy. I think everything's there except for the mental aspect of the game. Well, if you talk about lighting a fire under people's ass, one way to do that might be, say, having to play on a college pitch on a Wednesday night in front of a but couple the dozen of your But then they uh, didn't but then friends. they did they did nothing. Uh, like you might as well put Rapids yeah. too. So okay, let's, I mean that's the thing is like are there are there going to be consequences for them basically not caring, not showing up or is it just let them keep being mediocre? Look, you, you know? invested in Fraser, right? You you're you are all in and I mean that doesn't mean anything. He could leave, yeah. Soon. If, I mean, I think the here. long contract was a, yes. a statement. Yes. yes, you're invested in him, and not just. And by being invested in him, you're invested in this system, right? And I think it's going to take time. I think he's proven that this amorphous blob of three back to five back to four back, with with outside backs in front of attackers, with these only two guys kind of holding down the middle of it. Like it's going to take time to find those right pieces. Are they all here? Probably not. I mean, that's not how sports works, right? Like that's not how con- that's not how contracts work. Like you just, you kind of have to deal with what you have until you can change. Um, but I think at the end of the day, you have to, you, you have to take positive. The outlook has to be more positive than negative at this point. I think whether like, whether that means, Oh, are they going to have playoff success? I can't say that. But I think you have a great system. I think you have great young guys in that system. I think you have a lot of guys who have bought in. And if the end of the season comes up and you have guys that like Zardes or, you know, some like say Akasa just never turns it on or whoever it is just doesn't ever buy in, try again. Pork's really good at that. Pork is really good at finding pieces. And, I, and not to, you know, tie it to whatever we were talking about earlier, but that's a consistent key to success for these KSE teams that have been good is it, the front office has been able to turn pieces that don't work into pieces that do whether that's the Rams, the Nuggets the Avs and now the Rapids. Heck is, even the Mammoth dude. Like, the Mammoth are in the finals? Won the finals? They're in the finals. They're in, in game the two barely. <laughs> so. Sick. Go Mammoth dude. Go Mammoth. <laughs> <laughs> okay I want to end it with this. It's very short. It will say it's a yes or no question for the three of you. Yes. Will the rap <laughs> playoff game? Oof. No, I'm going to say no. Playoff game? Yes. Um, I don't playoff know how we're going to get there. Uh, hosting a playoff game. Let's go! Yasalina's <laughs> Let's go. Retards, Yasalina. baby! Scram, 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 scram! <laughs> Let's go! All right, uh, guys. That's going to do it this week for the DNVR Rapids podcast. Thank you to Dwayne. Thank you to Jared. Of course, thank you to the illustrious producer, yeah, 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 uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Go to DNVR, get your subscription, go to the locker, buy your shirt, subscribe to DNVR Sports on YouTube, like, do all that good stuff. 
follow us all on Twitter. Do you want to plug anything, Jared? Jared underscore guys are on Twitter. Centennial 38 pod. Perfect. Dwayne. Twitter at at invisible labs and DNVR rapids. DNVR rapids, baby. Yeah. Yeah. Anything you want to plug? Uh, no, no, nothing. Just follow along with the rapids. The avalanche all DNVR has, uh, we bring in cool people like invisible labs and Jared, and we have cool people like Mitch and me and, AJ and Adam on all these cool guys. <laughs> so we're a big family, and I hope you guys follow along with us all season. Thank you guys so much. Follow me on Twitter, Mitch underscore underscore Carol. Uh, and more important than all that, baby, up the pids. Up the pids. Up the pids. Up the abs as well. Up the abs. Up the abs. <laughs> let's get that cup. Baby, let's go for let's that go. cup. We're trophy hunting. <laughs>